Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of This is Revolution Podcast. I am your host, Jason Miles. If you're new to the channel, please hit like and subscribe. It's Giving Tuesday. Give to us the gift of subscription. It is a passive gesture that goes a very long way to making sure we can continue to do what we do here. And maybe, just maybe, I'll get recognized over Ben Burgess. <laughs> also, before we start, I want to let you all know that Everyday Analysis is doing a second edition of I Was a Teenage Anarchist. So if you've been on the website and it says sold out, it's not. Get your copy. Also, I'll be recording an audiobook version as well. Alfie and I talked about that. I was going to do a AI version because Jean Bajlan's been messing around with AI. And at some point in the show, I want to play a few of the AI things he was doing, but not all of them because it was some of them were, were pretty offensive. Let me bring in the faceless voice of reason. You guys know her as the moderator extraordinaire. Hello, hello. How's everybody? Well, how are you doing this Giving Tuesday? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, Mexico has given me a fit because they are shut off the water. (laughs) So all day, the water's been shut off. And then I decided to turn the well off because it shut off earlier. Like right when I was trying to use the bathroom, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go turn the well on real quick. And then I went to turn the well off right as the sun was setting. And where the switches are to turn it off and on are like behind the house and in this cavernous region. And um, it's just not fun to go at night because you don't know what you're going to find. So hmm. hopefully the water will come on later. But if not, oh well. Who needs to use the bathroom? Oh. That's what I've been given today. What have you been given today? Today I've been given the opportunity to get a little more sleep. <laughs> which was nice. Was that because you got fired or? No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> is, that, is that the new way to fire someone on Tuesday? On this Giving Tuesday, we're giving you all the ability to sleep in and collect unemployment. Sleep in forever. JB says, Scorpions. You are right, JB. Scorpions are out and about. And right now, me and the Scorpions have a really good relationship. Um, we, we, we speak to each other. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you guys can eat all the bugs you want. Please don't show up in my shoes. Hell yeah. Thank you, JB, for this Giving Tuesday. Toussaint, had, I didn't even know this day existed mm-hmm. until I looked on the TIR show calendar. And you want to tell us a little bit about what you have planned for today, Toussaint? Well, Giving Tuesday was meant to counteract the consumerism of Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And we were hoping that you guys would give to us this Giving Tuesday. <laughs> and it's kind of sort of happening, right? It's kind of sort of happening. Bring on the whites pop locking. <laughs> so that's it. I don't know why he says that. That was an accident. 
I was I did find a video before I get into the serious topic. Should I play some of the? So what we wanted to give you today was kind of a little bit of the access to what we do in the champagne room. We do have serious discussions in the champagne room every so often, mm-hmm. um, especially with Darren Varnes around. We have some really good talks. Um, and this is going to be a bit of a serious discussion today. But first, speaking of white people pop locking, <laughs> you haven't seen any of the videos I sent you, right? Um, no. No, I don't think so. Maybe like a day or two ago I watched some. Not today. None of them today. Did you watch any of the dance videos that I sent you? No. Um, do you remember earlier this year when we did what I still think like top 10 moments on this show? Champagne Room, a regular show, has to be the dance battle breakdown. That was fun. The dance battle breakdown was one of those moments where we're all participating in breaking down the dance battle. The dance battle of like fifth graders. (laughs) I don't know what age they were. They had to be like junior high kids maybe. You think so? They kind of had that like uh, we're in junior high uh, we're supposed to get dressed up but we don't know why kind of thing going on. Yeah. Um Looks like I sent you the same video twice. I'm sorry. I sent you a sexy red video twice. That should be sexy a crime. Sexy red. Woo. Um, I think I found the grown-up version of these children. Oh, like wow. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is what happened to those kids when they grew up. Um. Can you see this on the screen? I can't hear you. You're covering your mic. No, I'm not. Oh, barely. Barely. There you go. Okay. Right here. What is that? What What is is that? that? Is it? Is she doing the Spider-Man? She's doing something. Rock the boat. <laughs> you said rock the boat. <laughs> She's doing something. Okay, so what is what is this? He's oh oh that's the mad monkey. He's doing the mad monkey. He's countering it with the, the spider. Oh oh, what is? What is he wearing? Oh my god, he's gonna flip. Did he go flip? Oh, okay. All right. I feel like if, if you saw any of this in your area, like if you live in a major metropolitan area and you see this in your area, best believe your rent's going up. Kansas children of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> Gaspar says white people scare me like COVID just can't. <laughs> Why are their legs open so wide? <laughs> you know what's funny? I've been doing this every morning because it was like a for health reasons. It said you should wake up every morning and do horse stance for like 30 seconds a day. Horse. So, you know, 
maybe he's the guy that made that video that I watched and it's all bullshit. Oh, get it. Whatever it is, get it. Whatever you're looking for, get it. Fucking just dance the sound in your head. Oh, oh, get low. Get something. Oh, there's a bad guy from Die Hard. Oh, God. Like, how Those do you know if you're doing it well? They're Those like <laughs> chanting along with it. Like, the guy was just stomping around. They were just, <laughs> my neighbor's kids do that all the time. Ken says, is this a kibbutz in Kansas? <laughs> they modernized the mashed potato. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like all these people are going to have some amazing tantric sex while we make fun of them. Yeah, I mean, I guess. So who's the real winner here? You know what I mean? The people laughing. <laughs> We're still the winners. Freedom of movement is correct because <laughs> Paul Prescott says really weird turning this on. <laughs> Paul's going to be joining me Thursday for actually a serious show. Yeah. Yard Rusted and the woman that made the documentary Brother Outsider. Um, this is not serious right here talking about dancing, but I did want to do an update on those junior high kids dancing. This is what they become. When you do a Soviet to a Hulk smash. (laughs) If you haven't checked that out, it's in the playlist of clips of TIR show clips. Sometimes we cut show clips of the champagne room, and that was one that we had to cut because it was it was so much fun. The comments, the comments that were on the screen for that show were effing hilarious. Tucson, how mad would you be if I was like, dude, let's go to this thing. It's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be a retreat, and I took you to that party. Would you like stab me? I would. I would definitely stab you at least once. (laughs) But that was this man. You gotta be kidding me. It's a tantric fuck dance party. That's what it is. They're dancing with their legs so wide open. It looks so <laughs> aggressive. So aggressive. I think that has something to do with sperm production. Well. Hot Mess says, just remember, those people can vote. Who do you think they're going to vote for, Hot Mess? I, I I know they can vote. Will they vote is the, is the bigger question. They're going to vote to outlaw vaccines, I'll tell you that much. Damn. Those people are totally against vaccines. And fast food. And fast food. And bottled water. Oh, you need bottled water sometimes. Mm, they, I'm sure they talk about like the tyranny of the state for not letting them collect rainwater. It's a deep cut. 
Yeah, I know your stuff to know that one. I know my fair share of people that go to Burning Man. Yeah. I used to live right next to where they used to build those um, those land yachts. Oh my gosh. The ones for serious burners. Some of those people that lived in the encampment were burners. Not all. Very, 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 very few. But like all hard. Burners. Yes, yeah, what you call like when you're hardcore like that and you're having a tantric dance fuck party before you have some weird ritualistic orgy on drugs no one's even heard of yet. Mm. Yeah. That's what that video was. Um, are you gonna get the video ready for the for the uh, for the main crux of what we're gonna talk about today? You want me to get the video ready? Cue it up. You want to cue it up? Let's see. I you know which one. You know which one it is, right? <laughs> Ken says there's definitely ayahuasca being consumed there. Do you think it's real ayahuasca, Ken, or do you think it's some dude with like acid mixed with heroin and he's just like, totally ayahuasca bro <laughs> but you have to inject it different did you find it no you're springing this on me <laughs> Lewis says that some pale 23 year old randomly pulls out didgeridoo times what do you do when you're at a party and the dude doesn't pull out a ukulele or a guitar but one dude pulls out a didgeridoo and another guy goes oh shit a didgeridoo and then another dude pulls out one of those Andre 3000 flutes oh man <laughs> energy 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're here you're there Again, if you want to know what we're talking about, you need to hang out in the champagne room and watch some of these insane videos with us. But as MT gets the clip ready, um, there's something mildly serious. I think maybe not mildly. Would you say this is serious, serious? This um, the main thing we're talking about? Yeah. This is serious. Okay. Pimping versus, versus grooming. I almost said gooning. God damn you, Norm Finkelstein. <laughs> One viral clip, and now I can't read. In obtaining champagne room reels for us to watch and make fun of, I came across a short series of videos with creator of Two Live Crew, Luther Campbell. Uncle Luke, as he's affectionately known, is being accused of being a groomer. A woman alleges that Luke and other people in his camp groomed her when she was only 17 years old. The reason the clip caught my attention was that Campbell not only denied the charges, but said he had to look up what grooming meant and he was not familiar with the terminology. Campbell went on to say that he was not afraid of criminal charges because grooming is not his, quote, brand. Did you find the video? Yes. Oh, awesome. All right. Let's let's take a look at the video. Stop the, the music that these people dance to. You ready? Unmute it. One second. It's on the bottom. Because you can't see it, right? 
So let me get it. You got it? Everything is slow. Can oh, you see it? Maybe. Yes. Go ahead. And, so this is, all right. So here we go. I'm grooming. Grooming. Explain that to me. Y'all got the right one. I don't have no problem going to court. I'm not Russell Simmons. I'm not them other people. I don't do that. I know my brand. My brand is Luke. Hey, Wilson Pussy. Face down. That's what like. Me so horny. Problem is. You know your brand and know you what you're you pause know it. what you're seeing about you it sounds like you're having some issues with your connection do you saw it? yeah hey. everything's slow Oops. okay i took it off you took uh, it off okay yeah. yeah it was it was extremely choppy um i learned a lesson today can't count on you. My um, my connection with Restream is not great. It's taking up all of your bandwidth. All of my bandwidth. Okay. Hold on. Now I have to freaking pull it up and do it. Sorry, guys. Give us one second. Did you catch any of uh, what he was saying? It was pretty choppy. Don't worry. He was eating the whole time. That didn't he help. Also was I'm not eating. taking responsibility for that. You can't. He was eating. He's rude. Grooming me. I don't even know what the fucking grooming me. Grooming. Fuck is grooming. They had to explain that to me. I got the right one. I don't have no problem going to court. I'm not Russell Simmons. I'm not them other people. I don't do that. I'm very, I know my brand. My brand is Luke, hey, we want some pussy. Face down, that's what like me so horny. The problem is when you know your brand and you know what you're, when you know what you're singing about, you subject yourself to be in kind of trap to do is really not be about what those songs is talking about because you can get yourself jammed up i just learned what the grooming mean i video everything i video everything everybody sign releases i do shows Ain't no underage people be doing no show with me. I fire girls. You get caught. Uh, oh, she was. I have chaperone for the girls. A one head dancer. It's always one head dancer, and she put everybody in check. So you doing? 
I'm not. This is not a traveling whorehouse. Um, I don't know about that, Luke. I think you kind of did have a traveling yeah, whorehouse for a while. Sounds like it. Um, Marco Owen says, "Face down, ass up." Is his brand? Yes, Marco Owen. As a hook on one of the songs, "Face Down, Butt Up." That's the way we liked it. There's a few things I find interesting here in this clip. Uh, and first off, what happens when we replace grooming with pimping? Campbell, too short and drew down, and so many of the rappers of the mid to late 90s had no problem rapping about pimping. Were some rappers of the era pimps? Yes. Not all, but some were. We don't say pimping any longer. That's an antiquated term. The legal term we now say is sex trafficker. Does that change the way we look at these songs of our youth? Trafficking ain't easy. Doesn't really sound the same way. No. With Sean Puffy Combs settling his sexual assault case, it's once again a matter of not just an older man with a much younger woman, but a case of a powerful older man with a young ingenue. Does the viewing audience agree that there is a power imbalance between the two, quote, consenting adults in the relationship? Or are we of the mind that what goes on between consenting adults isn't coercion, but simply a case of sour grapes? Are we beyond the Me Too moment? And right now we're witnessing a backlash, if you will, of powerful men defending themselves in the court of opinion and of law. R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein all served or are serving time for their crimes. When dealing with a character like Luther Campbell, who admittedly says that his, quote, brand is musical pornography, how would a case like this hold up in a court of law where the court of public opinion has been shown to have the power to influence decisions? Recently, we broke down Larry Elder's appearance on the Breakfast Club radio show where he drug out 90s era respectability politics and underclass ideology ethos about fatherless black people that need to be reckoned with. I saw behind the scene footage of Sexy Red's Free My Baby Daddy video where a pregnant Red performs her X-rated raps from inside a prison with a chorus to free her unborn child's father. Who is this music for? Are there artists, are these artists rejoicing in, this, in their predicament or cooning for the camera? I ask you, Tucson. I ask you, viewing audience. In this case, Gloria Velez spoke out about grooming in the industry, specifically calling out Uncle Luke. Velez also shares a child with Aaron Hall, who's recently been named in a sexual assault lawsuit with Diddy. She's even admitted that they began dating when she was 16 and he was 30 then giving birth to their son at 17. And depending on what state that happened in, it could be legal. I don't know. Taking to her Instagram story on Saturday, Velez said, if you don't think grooming is happening in the business, you're sadly mistaken. It started in 1994 with Luke and a few others in the business. I was in high school. What do you think, Tucson? Somebody said Uncle Luke sh- should collaborate with Cardi B. And do what? 
This is what I'm saying. <laughs> do focus, what? Focus on what we're talking about. <laughs> what are they supposed to do? I guess do a song together. That old man and Cardi B. That sounds weird. Is it going to be like Santa Claus? Nasty Santa Claus? Yeah. I mean, what, what could that song be? Do you really want Luke in front of children? She could just <laughs> sample him. That, Saying that what? Ah, uh, French Montana sampled him. It's a great effect. Saying, saying what? Hey, hey, and more hey. Don't stop. Pop mm. it. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Yeah. I mean, all I remember him saying is hey, hey, and more hey. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, the tamest of his lyrics. <laughs> I think that was on the record where people were getting arrested. There was a there was a moment in time, you know, people forget about this, where if you sold a two live crew record, I believe in Florida, people were literally getting arrested for it because it was obscene material. Mm-hmm. This is why we get labeling. Parental um, labels. The parental advisory labels. Yes. But how do we want to start kind of reckoning with the music of our past and the music of our present. Because on some degree, not much has really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about two live crew stuff, it always seemed really comical. I, I didn't think that they were ever taking themselves very seriously. Like kitsch. Yeah. It, can you say the same thing about Sukiyana and Sexy Red, two of the probably more popular people right now, and I think they're popular just because of the content of what they say. Yeah. They don't seem as humorous. And oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I don't. I don't know if they seem as humorous. If they seem as kitschy. Yeah, it seems for some reason it seems like it's being taken more seriously for some reason, which I don't understand yeah. why. And it's kind of gross. Like there's really nothing sexy about it. Yeah. Right. Like if you listen to the song that made Sukiyana famous, the Acid song, mm-hmm. before she gets into the line that kind of has made her popular. She says she has to piss. Yeah. And she's eating Rotel dip, which we've watched more than enough videos on this channel of people making food with that in there, and it just looks like throw up. So, you know, I may not be the most sexy man or the greatest at any sort of, like, adult talk, but if a woman was whispering in my ear, I got to piss. But first, I just ate some nasty ass nachos and I want you to eat my ass like that <laughs> would not be. It's just in the wrong order. <laughs> That's all. <clears throat> so if you did it backwards, it'd be, it'd be way better. Maybe, if you yeah. said any of those things, it would never, it wouldn't work out. Because if, imagine if some dude was like, "I'm about to eat your ass, and I'm about to eat some nasty nachos." Because <laughs> you'd be like, "On me? <laughs> like what? What?" 
Some nasty nachos. <laughs> nasty nachos. I'm not even using grated cheese. I'm using cheese sauce. Oh. Everything's canned. Nasty. <laughs> it's. It, it, thinking about Luke talking about. Sp- <laughs> Comment on the screen says spicy Rotel makes for a hot code brown. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> temperatures to code brown. We all just heard what Jason wants to do to French. <laughs> Y'all still remember Frenchie? Keep her in your hearts. That, you know what? Sexy woman. Yes. Explicit, but there's there's something about when she wants to get like adult and sexy. She knows how to get adult and sexy. Um, should I play the clip of the sexy red free my baby daddy video? Sure. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll Need her baby daddy. Free. <laughs> we played the other day. We played her trying to give us the math on her baby daddy, and I still don't understand what's going on. It was confusing as hell. Right. I thought I got it. I don't get it. Maybe. Trying to make sense of that woman is is a headache. I want y'all to follow the math. And then she proceeded to not use any math. No numbers. No numbers whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. Like, what are you what are you trying to do to me, lady? So this is this is sexy red. And her uh behind the scenes of her latest video. You don't need to see that. The dudes in the back are like, yeah, free me. Me Me too. It would have worked if it was plural, right? Right, right. It would have had like a Nas if I ruled the world kind of feeling. Yeah. Which everybody got excited about. And it's like, do you know everyone in Attica isn't there for like trumped up charges? Her voice is not pleasant. <laughs> Steve says he's going to give me a pass today because there's no white women on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says, free my nigga. Do, 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 do. We have to stop doing inside champagne room jokes. But seriously, um, this this thing with Luke is interesting because I think about a few cases where some sometimes some of these people went to jail. I, I think what's the what's the kid that shot the woman in the foot? Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes. Not and a kid. How old is extra, he? Thirty. Extra, not a kid. Yeah, is he forty-five? Pushing 30. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm old, so everybody... I'm like those old people that go, oh, hey, young man. I'm like, young man. We're I dealing woke with... up this morning and pulled a muscle just by yawning. 
We're dealing with the law here. So he is an adult. Oh, yeah. He definitely was old enough to know that yeah, shooting at somebody's foot, telling them to dance is not, not smart. That's the best idea. Not, those bullets are real numb nuts. Um, but you have been talking about Drake. I have been talking about Drake lately. You, do you want to uh, talk about that? Because I think that actually has a lot to do with what we're talking about today as well. Drake grooming? Yes. I don't know how much information I have on it, but people were surprised to find that he was texting an underage Billie Eilish and an underage Millie Bobby Brown of Stranger Things. Um, I have a friend Millie, who's... Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. is an attractive young person. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish. Come on, Drake. Billie Eilish looks Drake's age. <laughs> she's like a 17-year-old, 40-year-old. She is. She's like a 17-year-old single mom. Like, how is she... How is she doing both at the same time? Yeah. But the Millie Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown is trying so hard not to be the character in Stranger Things that whenever you see her not in Stranger Things, you're like, who is that? And you're like, oh, God, that's the child from that show. The child from that show. (laughs) Yeah. That's beautiful for them. I don't think Drake has that filter. You don't think so? No. No. He was a child star himself. Yeah. If you like. When he was Maybe on that, Do you think that's why he doesn't have the filter? I do. I do. And it's a shame. We do have to consider how people grew up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he grew up on a TV show set. Mm-hmm. He grew up in showbiz mm-hmm. where certain things are normal, mm-hmm. normal, and and what's normal to us is not normal to them. He continued his fame for all these years, and uh, there's no reason to think he would really grow up, I guess. Someone says treading in cancelable territory. We are Drake is. We are, yes. <laughs> Drake is gonna cancel us. That's where we live. So that's true. Um It's it's interesting to me because when you think about the Luke situation, and you talked about this on the show the other day, and you said something I'd love to see people respond to this. And they just responded, yes. I don't even know if this yes is. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, you said that certain relationships are coercion, kind of right. by very makeup of their relationship, because you're dealing with a person that's not just older, but someone that has a considerable, considerable amount more fame than you. And usually these relationships are someone trying to get into the business and you know you meet famous person x usually famous guy x and you know this could be a way to catapult yourself into the stratosphere 
So you're willing to do some things that maybe you wouldn't be willing to do if it was, you know, Joe the Postman. We coming for you, nigga! Mm. Um, and we we also on that episode. What episode was that? Was that Champagne Room? Or was that a main show? That was a Champagne Room. Okay, so it was a behind a paywall. Yeah. We we definitely said that just because of that, that doesn't mean that you deserve you know horrible treatment by said person, right? Right. The the allegations and that you know puffy thing. We read all those charges. That there was insane, insane uh, charges, insane allegations. But I'm more talking now about the court of public opinion, right? Okay. This world in which <clears throat> we we don't know what anything about these people other than what we read and what we project onto them based on our own life experiences. Mm-hmm. And it feels like more often than not, people are going to side with the famous man. Why do you think that is? The famous man is more familiar. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the case of Luke, Luke, Luke Campbell, <laughs> his name is Uncle Luke, mm-hmm. and people t- seem to take that seriously, like he's really their uncle. Gross. He's yeah, avuncular. Just because he named himself Uncle, he mm-hmm. <laughs> he becomes Uncle like. <laughs> it's like he's that uncle that um, family members go don't. Don't don't let the kids around him. Don't don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They always looking for where to sign at. I know she ain't around Henry, is she? That happened to me once when I was a kid. <laughs> they were like, get him away from cousin so and so. He's trying right? to stay in the country. Oh Jesus! Christ. Yeah. <laughs> he was really nice though. <laughs> that he was. Yeah. He's about to be a 13-year-old bride. He didn't I know. was. <laughs> he said, I can have all the candy I want. <laughs> he really listens to me. Your mama over there smacking you upside the head like Danny Glover in Color Purple. <laughs> 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 what the hell is wrong with you, child? <laughs> boyaka, boyaka. <laughs> but seriously, enough making fun of MT's trauma issues. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like seriously, like it's not it's it's very serious. It is. It is. How does that change though when Uncle Henry is rich? Ooh. And Uncle Henry can, and Uncle Henry can get you out of poverty. See, that's that coercion. Is it coercion if you want to get out of poverty, though? I mean... I'm just asking the question. He is used to having coercive power. How about that? Mm. Again, I ask the question, does, does the pimping in rap songs sound different when you say grooming? Because the behavior is extremely similar, if not the same thing. It's not the same thing. But we've turned, for some reason, we've turned pimps into superheroes. Pimps are cool. Kind of the same way, like Italians turn mobsters into heroes for some reason. For some reason. 
Like they become heroes of the working class community, but they're really not. No. Couldn't care less. No. And these people are terrors in the community. Have you ever been in a real community or real instances with pimps? Have you ever really been around pimps? Not the nicest cats. No. Someone says pimps look good. Cherry Les says grooming isn't a commercial strategy. I disagree. According to a lot of these cases, these people turn grooming into a commercial strategy. A pimp is commercializing grooming. He's commodifying it, right? Mm -hmm. I love you. And if you really love me, you know, you would do this thing for me. Just go hang out with that guy for a little bit. Looking on what I do. I was watching uh, an interview, I guess a conversation between Little Yachty and Drake. Okay. And Drake was talking about how he was talking to a therapist once. Once. One time. Like in passing at a line in a grocery store? Yeah, he fired him. But not um, seriously talking to one about maybe. inappropriate text messages like I saw one one day at the grocery store you're fired (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he was saying basically as Drake as this superstar it's like being a woman with the biggest chest in the room everyone wants to be your friend everyone wants to know you Basically saying you have a coercive power. It's an interesting analogy, I guess. It makes me wonder if it's an analogy on Drake's level. <laughs> like, like he's it, such a 12-year-old that that's the only way he can think? Exactly. You have the biggest chest in the room. Maybe people will talk to you and find out you have a personality or you're intelligent. Mm-hmm. But initially, all they get is that you have the biggest chest in the room. So do you think that's why he lacks personality? Uh, maybe. He's just used to having the biggest chest. I mean, I've, you know, Janos is talking about lumping anti-heroes. Um, there, there's a glorification of these these kind of violence-free gangsters, right? Because they don't have guns. Most of them, if they have guns, it's for you know, literally protection because they have a lot of money that's made illegally. But anyone that makes money illegally, you can't like call the cops, right? But you're making your money off the exploitation on a whole nother level (laughs) of of someone's body. You're on your period, doesn't matter. Not feeling well, doesn't matter. Raining, doesn't matter. Tired, doesn't matter. Feet hurt, doesn't matter. You got sexually assaulted yesterday, shake it off, doesn't matter. You're pregnant, now we can make some more money. Lactate, doesn't matter. You're my own kid. Doesn't matter. 
You're my own kid. Oh, I've seen it all. Well, I should knock on wood. I've seen a lot. I don't want to say I've seen it all. I've seen enough. Right. But, you know, this this gets kind of looked at as okay. Again, these are heroes in certain communities. True. Did the Me Too movement do enough to crush that? No. Or did it even touch it at all? Because here we go again, you know, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, something that, you know, I didn't get involved with when it happened. And Teray kept telling me to watch that documentary. And I found the documentary pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, while both people weren't people I'd like to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it really spoke to what you were talking about, about a certain level of, of coercive power that Johnny Depp had that you kind of ask yourself when you watch those, like is Amber Heard kind of playing up the love affair aspect of the relationship a bit much mm-hmm. to, to make the violence seem so night and day. Hmm. Because both people are trying to win favor not just with the jury, but kind of with the court of public opinion, because that's where everybody sits at this point. Right. The internet is more powerful, especially in the case like that, that's just civil than the court of law. I mean, Tory Lanez will disagree, R. Kelly will disagree because those are two people literally behind bars, but with the civil trials, which is what we're seeing more of, because a lot of these accusations have passed the statute of limitations for criminal proceedings. So you're literally just leaving it up to the court of public opinion. And I feel like that is what's happening already with the Luke Campbell, Gloria Velez situation. Mm -hmm. Because I'm already not seeing real journalists get involved. And that's the biggest tip off mm-hmm. becomes a real circus there's no journalistic standards mm-hmm. people might say allegedly <laughs> or they might not or they say it with a wink and a nod or they say it after a person's already been convicted because mm. they just don't know the difference mm. Mm. interesting And so, yeah, it looks like a circus already. It's certainly something everyone can weigh in on. Mm-hmm. Um, even Uncle Luke eating can just kind of offhandedly say, I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be about a new word? Or, or are we really going to talk about what's going on here? Well, again, Luke... It's just pimping. Right. It's just pimping, right? It's just game. Is that better for people to understand? It's just game. He's, he, I, got, I had game. I had fame and game. And everybody knew what my fame and game was. When he, talk, when he was speaking about, like, I have a brand. Yeah. I was like, really? This is all new terminology. And we were talking about this the other day. This, like, 
financialization speak in everyday conversations, mm-hmm. even in even in sectors of the left. It's a problem. Yes. Um, working on this paper for damage. And one of the things that I'm thinking about is we're no longer I was on Ben Burgess show and I said this. We're no longer seeing ourselves um, as consumers. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, rereading some Frankfurt School stuff. And, you know, they talk about Adorno definitely talks about how pop culture is kind of the new opiate of the masses. We don't need religion anymore. Now we have the religion of pop culture. Mm-hmm. And I think we've even gone beyond that. And it feels like we are billboards that are constantly selling. That's why Luke Campbell isn't the only person that says things like, well, that's just not my brand. And this doesn't just isn't just for Internet influencers either. You know, we're constantly valuing ourselves. Like how many, you know, dating for me is interesting because you're always meeting people that are coming off of especially I'm in my latter 40s. right? Your marriage ain't working this far down the road. There's some broken, we're all broken ass people. And a lot of the self-help you see people run to is, uh, is like the antiques road show for real people. Mm. You got to know your worth. I want to see one of those old British people that we have a 46 year old black man. <laughs> we see him. He's dealing with some parental issues. God. Some mild relationship trauma, and he's not a high earner. We will value this man at seven dates. Jeez. <laughs> and one ghosting. And what? <laughs> Unlimited ghostings. This is a worthless man here. That's it. He is good for steady erections. Mm, Gosh. Chat, what say you? (laughs) Chime in, chat. This is Giving Tuesday. Send us your super chats. What do you think? Is pimping and grooming the same thing? Is Mm. game and grooming the same thing? Hmm. It's, you know, the the high value man and the high value woman. Mm-hmm. The fact that people like Jordan Peterson set the groundwork for someone like Kevin Samuels. Horrible. Kevin Samuels makes it real simple, right? I am the Beckett guide, which was a a guide to price your baseball cards. I'm the Beckett guide of, of relationships and the Beckett guide of people. And people would call in again to get priced, to get to get their value. Hey, what am I worth? Right. Well, how old are you? I'm 35. What do you do? I'm the night manager at the Waffle House. Oh, well, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Women would call in and he would just berate the hell out of them. What did he say? If you're 25 and single and no children, you are half off. 
If you're 30 plus single with no children, you are in the discount bin. I remember watching that and thinking, this is fascinating that this person is is putting like a value to this. But that's the way we talk about everything. How many times have you heard someone say, I don't have the bandwidth for this? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yano says, can't tell which high-value male dress is worse. That'd have to be Jordan Peterson because Kevin Samuels is dead. But it's still Jordan Peterson because it's Jordan Peterson. His outfits are are are, are remarkable. <laughs> can't make it stop. I love the fact that the comments are rolling in, Jason. You just make these beats. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Shannon Sharp shot his shot. Shot, shoot his shot, shoot his shot. Made a comment about wanting to get with Megan the Stallion. But Shannon Sharp is in his 50s. And you told me she was like 20-something, right? Yes. Virtuoso says dick ratings from an OnlyFans girl seems more dignifying than getting rated by Kevin Samuels. That's another thing, the whole dick rating thing. Like, uh, what do you rate it? Mm. Like, are you going to take that rating and then put that on your social media or dating profile? You're going to take it and walk proudly. You're going to straighten out your neck a little bit because you got a good rating. You're symmetrical. 12 OnlyFans women said my junk looks like Gonzo's nose. Yay. Gonzo's nose. Unreal. <laughs> you just got a you just got a visual of what that looks like, right? He's a weirdo. Right. That's my first thought. It's and then you just, thought about the nose. That is what he is. That's his species, weirdo. Mm-hmm. You're talking about his nose. But if the junk looks like Gonzo's nose, do you just leave the room? You, you leave the room. <laughs> like, is that a dick or an umbrella handle? What the fuck's going on here, buddy? Umbrella handle. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> do you? I, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> If a man is too hairy, why'd you get so quiet? The man is too hairy? You got way too quiet. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just like, okay, if a man is too hairy. <laughs> Can you read Kush looks <laughs> response to the dick rating? There's no reason to rate any man's dick. Each and every one of you men on the inside, you know what your rating is. You do until someone tells you the truth. And then it's like you're crushed. Modern dating may be comparable to trench warfare. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a super chat. That is that right now, super chat of the day right now. So far. So yeah. far. That's that is winning. We're not going to the champagne room because this is Giving Tuesday and we're gonna do champagne room stuff stands the copyright music. Because we can't do that on the main show. 
in the great words of someone that was making fun of what we do on the main show, F monetization. We're trying to stop effing it so much. That's right. Someone says, does a lot of babies' mamas mean a good or bad dick rating? That's a good question. That goes back to the grooming, pimping game question. Young Thug has a lot of kids. Is Young Thug the one that they say uh, Sexy Red looks like? That is the one they say Sexy Red looks like. Damn. The funniest one I saw, they said she's Raj from What's Happening. That is the worst. That poor woman. It's just because she wear glasses. I'm telling you. Is the dick rating scale one to five stars or one to ten? I want the dick rating scale to be stars like Star Search. So that's one to five. Imagine you go to someone's place and you think that you have the five star penis. And you're like, what do you think? And she goes, I don't know. Let's ask Ed McMahon. Oh, God. (laughs) On the bed, we have the current guy. Judges. Three and a half stars. And here we have the X. And then the X just walks in. That would be horrible. So star ratings. I'm all about star ratings and Ed McMahon. Mm. We need more Ed McMahon in every bedroom. How? How? That's the app in every that America needs. You don't want that app, Tucson? Single pass. You'll just rate it in your head. Is that I'm worse really if you're rating it in your head? Maybe, because I could be a really harsh critic. This is not enough like Gonzo's nose. <laughs> Minus three stars. <laughs> Mr. Straight Dick gets two and a quarter stars. Woo, woo. Sorry. We won't be seeing you next week. Do you think we were talking about Larry Elder last week on the show? We did the whole breakdown of his appearance on The Breakfast Club, which got mm-hmm. Steve so riled up. And I want to get Steve more riled up. <laughs> um, do you think a big reason why quote unquote mainstream journalists don't want to touch these topics is because of kind of the coonish nature of the music? I mean, and just as far as we believing the underclass ideology of the people involved, like, well, this is just what those people do anyway. I think that's an interesting point. That doesn't mean there isn't a story there. Oh, I agree. You know, so Gonzo's nose can be unrolled. Oh, wow! Wow, we're in new territory. Gonzo's nose, Gonzo's nose is in. 
Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> PMC says, if this is champagne room time, is it time for more Dr. Claw lore? <laughs> were you on that? You were on that show, right? Where we just made up a whole yep. thing about Dr. Claw's life. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Can you woof, woof, woof? Is Thud Lane Schlong <laughs> comparable to Gonzo's? <laughs> oh, Gonzo. <sighs> oh, God. We did an AI of Doug Lane. Should we play it on the main show or do you think he'd get mad? <laughs> he did an AI of Doug Lane. You didn't hear it? No, I didn't actually. I heard you everything say, else. You heard the, me talking in Spanish on the AI? I heard that. Okay, if we get four more super chats, then we'll do the. We, one of them we totally can't do. <laughs> like, it's not. like, I think it's funny. But the person involved would not be happy. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone says, never ever make that image in my brain again. <laughs> <laughs> Thud Lane gets all five. Thud Lane gets all the stars. Five stars. But judge. kind of a bigger fear I have about this kind of our perceived fear that we think media has of covering these cases is, and I've been talking about this for a while now, a return to tough on crime policies. Mm -hmm. Recently, the Channel 5 News, which is kind of a, a news parody show, went to San Francisco and they interviewed some alleged smash and grab robbers. Did you watch that video I sent? Mm -mm. That one was interesting because I don't think there's this kind of tale that people on the left love to say about um, about crime mm -hmm. that these are all kind of acts of necessity. And whenever you say, well, what if people are just doing it because they want Jordans? You get looked at like you're Larry Elder. She sure. <laughs> just says, "Let's go, Dick ratings from the balls." <laughs> before we play, before we play the Doug Lane AI. <laughs> I want you to watch this news exclusive. And tell me what you guys think. It's it's a you know news exclusive is, is a bit of a joke. Tell me what you think. I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. Okay. Story. Okay. So one time we went to the Gucci store. R.P. My nigga Fury, man. Search continues this morning for the gunman who robbed another high-end designer store in San Francisco's Union Square. So I stole two $2,000 purses, 
He stole a tracksuit, alarms and everything. My nigga Fury stole a couple things too. And he got alarms all through the Gucci uh, tracksuit walking I'm in. Beeping, bro. And we're just everywhere we walk, bro. In the score beeping. The motherfuckers knew we was up to no good. By the time they come up, like, sir, you need any help? Nah, I just need help to show me where the exit's at now. I'm, I'm about done here. We walked out with like ten, fifteen thousand dollars worth of shit, bro. Are you guys worried about consequences like from the police out here? What? San Francisco doesn't believe in crime. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Shout out the DA though. Oh, shout out the irony is the current DA really believes in crime and is extremely tough on crime and can't wait to lock you two sons of bitches up. So they're not keeping up with the news. They're idiots. They're idiots. Also, they're not black. This is true. I would not doubt if they might be from Oakland, but not, you know, East Oakland is big. Oakland's like 58 square miles. And there's parts of East Oakland, technically it's East Oakland, that are the hills of Oakland with multi-million dollar homes. You're living next to you know, Billy Joe from Green Day. Um, mm -hmm. So you can claim, oh, I'm from the East. And it's like, where? Right? But I, I thought this was fascinating. Oh, uh, London Breed, too. Shout out London Breed. And once the arrests are made, um, we are hopeful that our DA will prosecute. Hey, I did time in San Francisco, but never, like, stayed more than, like, a couple like couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing consequences since Juvenile Hall. Graduated a prison. Still out here, same shit, same environment. I think they don't give a fuck. Do you think that's changing the way that, like, businesses decide to move their shit here? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why they're all closing down on market. Since the start of the year, the city has seen the exit of more than a dozen national retailers from the downtown area. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys feel bad about that? Or? Absolutely not. Welcome to the Bay. Straight up. Welcome it. to I the Bay, right? Welcome to the city. You know and, and, and I hope when you executives come over here to finalize the, the, the paperwork to sign to close the store, you should get splashed, my nigga. Welcome to the Bay Area, bro. I'm so confused on what they want out of big business. Someone says, what in the crisis actors is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you may have the comment of the day right now. <laughs> Someone says, insane clown Ponzi's. Nice. Someone says, white AAVE. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Bay. First, as someone from the Bay, um, people that talk about having the worst neighborhood don't ever live in the worst neighborhood. Hmm. I've never met anybody that lived in a bad neighborhood that was like proud that their neighborhood was dangerously bad. Because dangerously bad comes with consequences. Right. You lose friends. It's dangerous for your family. There's they lost no fury. Work. Say again. They lost fury. R.I.P. Fury. They lost fury. Great. That's a T-shirt, right? Now we got a T-shirt in a in a group. Those dudes seem like graffiti dudes that started doing, you know, checking door handles. Probably got in a little bit of trouble for that, and you know, drugs in school. And now, listen to the way they talked about stealing stuff. This is just trendy. Like, this is what we have to realize about this war on crime. 
all this talk about all the, the, the robberies and the stores leaving. There's a few things happening at the same time that are very coincidental. A lot of places that left, their lease was up. People weren't breaking leases. I repeat, people were not breaking leases. 2020 was a year when a lot of leases came due and due to the shelter in place orders, certain big corporations wanted certain breaks that they got initially that they didn't get again. So there's some people that have been arguing that this is a capital strike. We want you to do what we want you to do. And if you don't do it, we'll, we'll F and leave. Right. Are there stores closing on Market Street? I was in San Francisco a month or two ago, and there was some stuff closed, but the Gucci store was still there. The Coach store was still there. Louis Vuitton was still there. Hermes was still there. All the high-end stores were there. They've been having armed guards in front of them since I was a kid because they're super-duper high-end stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so listening to these people talk, it should be a reminder that these smash and grab robberies that you see the same footage over and over again on the news, it's not really as big as you think. They go into the Gucci store and they steal a few thousand dollars worth of stuff in the store that's worth millions of dollars. So, who cares? Right. But, because you cooned it up on the camera, the news got to shift an interesting discussion about private capital being able to get their own police forces that's never part of the discussion mm-hmm. we're expanding the parameters for gun carrying security and then being able to operate with impunity yeah the case of branco banco brown a kid that stole uh nothing really i think at the end they, they fought with the security guard Threatened to stab the security guard. Security guard got shook and then shot him. Killed him. Didn't serve any time. The security guard themselves was from a traumatic, impoverished background as well. So you're also talking about taking people that probably shouldn't have firearms regardless of the training, quote-unquote, that they get. But that's who you're going to get in these positions. Who the hell wants to make $19 an hour with no benefits? Well, I'll give you you 25 with a gun permit. You take a class for a week or two on gun safety, and now you can be a gun-toting security guard that can unload with impunity the citizens will cheer because of videos like that is this this is the question that's going to get us in bad trouble <laughs> I hope you're sitting down Tucson sitting down this is, this is going to sound a little even tropish what happens, you know, kind of back to the whole, we're all the billboard. No one has to tell you what to do anymore. There's no white cabal in a room 
pushing certain kinds of music on people. And if that's going to be your narrative, it's a new one for you because I thought it died in the 90s. Gangster rap, is, is it liberating or is it oppressive? Hmm. Is it approved by the white power structure? Because last I checked, a lot of these, especially younger rappers now, are coming out of small indie labels that are black owned. Mm-hmm. So, or they're independent themselves. Right. But is this going to be the backlash that gets us a crime bill that we probably haven't seen since the 90s? Because this is what people are afraid about. And this is what people are going to vote on. You want to get people to go out and vote? Sadly, Medicare ain't it. Sadly, I don't say that with any sort of joy. Right. But you start telling people that brown folks is robbing stores. Everybody comes out in droves. You know, we've showed on this show city hall meetings or, or, or like town hall meetings in places like Oakland where you know, property theft started kind of blowing up. And no one's asking for um, recidivism. <laughs> uh, lower recidivism. I can't say that word. <laughs> Recidivism. That's what she said, programs. Right. No one's talking about restorative justice programs. It's back to lock them up. And again, these are some cats thrill robbing. They're not talking about selling this stuff in the secondary market. They're like, oh, yeah, we stole it. Ah, tracksuit. Okay, what are you going to do with that? That's the question. Mm-hmm. I understand the purses. Like, maybe you got a girlfriend. <laughs> You're going to give her one of the purses. Maybe you give your mom one. Mm-hmm. Tell her not to ask any questions. But you still in the odd tracksuit. It's like, what size is it? Yeah. Who's that for? To do it. They just put their hands. He said they they put their hands in the sleeves and just took it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what does that mean? Like, it's just, it's it's foolish to think that any of this is at the scale of the money that people were making in the eighties and nineties. That's going to cause a certain level of violence to follow, right? No. Right. No. I mean, look, who wants to have their car broke into? That shit's annoying. I am not adult enough to deal with that. You break my window out, I got that high ass insurance uh deductible. I mean I gotta come out of pocket for that window. I might have to take that shit out of your ass. Hmm. That's <laughs> That statement on its own is with no context. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
pretty funny. <laughs> Please do. Thank you. <laughs> Tracy says when communism is achieved, everyone will be wearing tracks. This is true. <sighs> Yes, white people who march for BLM are still thinking Portland is a failed Marxist enterprise or something. <laughs> Downtown Portland is sad. Yeah. We're there for Cuba's wedding for a day and it was sad. But yeah, someone says punishing people is the only option. It feels that way. It feels doesn't that it? Some people are just going to want to steal. It's just a phase for some people. And these companies still exist. I had friends that worked at a department store. And these fools stole so <laughs> <laughs> It was the 90s. And uh, God, what year was that? 90? Was Jayla born yet? It must have been like 97, 98, because I think Jayla might have been born. I think my first wife was pregnant, so 97, I think. And these fools stole so much. They're like, man, you got to come down. So we went to visit our friend. He, he went to school in San Jose, and he ended up going with another friend from another school of ours. And they had this apartment in downtown San Jose. And he was like, dude, come by the job and I'll hook you up. And I was scared. I was terrified. I don't know if you've ever done this. You probably have you from New York. I feel like everybody from New York. Nice. I feel like Ed Koch when he was mayor was just going around stealing bagels. Nice. <laughs> the violence will come from the state. Thrill Robin is a great t-shirt. Hmm. Um, but they would, my boy was like, look, they got cameras. I'm going to scan the top. So it's going to look like you're buying something and just buy the cheapest thing. And I'm going to throw the rest in the bag. And I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, man, I'm sure. I'm sure. Tucson, I was so scared. Mm. I just grabbed stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't check the size. I was just terrified. <laughs> and um it was me and another friend went. And my other friend was smart and he actually because he was a tall guy, so he made sure that he got all his XLs and double XLs. You know, this is like I said, ninety maybe seven, ninety eight, so you're still wearing baggy stuff. Mm-hmm. And they worked in guess what department they worked in? What department? The polo department. Shut up. What? Shut the front door. Jason's stealing Tamagotchis and gacking. (laughs) I was grown by that time. But I remember, so I paid for a polo hat, which I remember, I'll never forget this. It was $25. I remember thinking, I can't believe I paid $25 for a hat. Jerk face. And he, he threw he threw the stuff that I got. I tried to grab something for my wife at the time. I think I got her a polo crew neck sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. 
And the only reason why it was for her was because it was like the small thing that I grabbed. Nice. These fools went in their closet. I remember we was there at their house once. And their closet was just filled with polo and nautica and hill figure, everything. Everything. They would have like four of the same thing. Like, I wouldn't care. Damn. Were they selling it? No. No. <laughs> no. I only got one body wearing all of these things. Jason was in his Manny Fresh one. <laughs> Hey, all that happened to these dudes was the department store found out how much they were stealing. They started tracking them after a while and then charged mm-hmm. them on their charge card. Look at that. That's it. That's it. And they went and got other jobs at the mall doing the same doing thing. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that doesn't sound like these are criminal masterminds when you hear that story. What is so different from them and the Gucci people? I mean, these are also armed robberies. They did they, These people are admitting to committing some armed robberies, which is not a joke. Right. Please don't pull a gun on me or my family. Right? Nope. That's dangerous business. Right. Not everybody's going to be afraid of you. That thing better be loaded. Because if not, you're going to meet someone that has a real one that's not afraid to use it. You're going to meet one of these security guards that can kill you with impunity. No one will weep. So it's, it's interesting how a phase... In, in a young person's life is now going to be this moment where we're going to see ridiculously strict crime bills. Not looking forward to it. And again, we're using it as a way to kind of paint people, poor black people, as defective. This is where the Charlemagne and uh, Bagel Hat Man, what's his name? Envy. <laughs> didn't, they, they were interesting to me because Larry Elder and Dr. Umar say the same thing. Yeah. There's no difference between what they're saying. The problem with black America, poor black America, not middle class doing okay black America, but poor black America is family structure, crappy music, bad diets, Mm. right? That's the problem. It's morality that is the issue. But because Larry Elder is... Uh, part of the, what do you call himself? A MAGA Republican? Yeah. They wanted to have some sort of, well, you're the white man's Negro attack on him. 
and are they writing about dicks still in the chat? <laughs> yes, they are. Chris Lick says, don't steal clothing, steal hearts. <laughs> <laughs> that right now is in the running for comment of the night. What do you think? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Someone says a security guard let loose on a 14-year-old. Jesus, in D.C. That's what I'm talking about. Capital right now is being allowed to say they're robbing us blind we're just gonna leave and the public isn't looking at these leases and the way the news is reporting the stories again they're not going to report the story with that level of context to say well the store left but their lease was up anyway right it's such and such mall is leaving such and such store is leaving you know why theft I remember there was a dollar store in West Oakland and it was gone. And one day I was, I was like, oh, what happened to the dollar store? And everybody said, oh, man, you know why they left? All them, all them niggas robbing it. Word? Word, man. This niggas always robbing the dollar store. I've been in that dollar store 147 times. Maybe people were like stealing stuff while I was there. I never saw a security guard chase anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just didn't see it. What no one ever says is, eh, maybe they extracted all the value out of the area. And the demographics were shifting. And it didn't really suit them to be there anymore. It was a very poor area for a long time. Mm. It suited them. They were able to mine all they could out of it. And now the demographics shifted to a more well-to-do area that just doesn't go to the dollar store. These are people that eat vegan stuff. Right. So they'd rather travel across town to go to the Trader Joe's or the Whole Foods. Trader Joe's. I miss it so much. I haven't been since COVID. Kushlik <laughs> says rent too. Exactly. So if the story is just business left in bad neighborhood has nothing to do with rents, leases, they got all the value they can get out of the area. Um, and it's just these wayward, these wayward Brown folks are in here just robbing people willy nilly. And the, the politicians in the city don't do enough. Like those kids felt like an op. Yeah. I don't even think they know that. Probably not. Okay, but that being said, there's some there's some more funny stuff we have to look at here. <laughs> Wait, there was something we were supposed to do once we got four more super chats, oh. which we didn't get. Do we get them? Okay, so I have to play. Oh, my God. You guys are going to make me do this. Is there a way I can do this without you seeing the name of the person? 
I don't know. I don't know how I could do this without you seeing. You know, I'll forward it to myself. No, I'll forward it to Tucson. Okay. Because it is not right if I show you who did this. They're not here <laughs> to themselves. Um, here, be funny while I find it because I got to play too much of the stuff. Be funny. Be entertaining. Be entertaining. <clears throat> that wasn't entertaining. Trader Joe's sparkling sodas are divine. Thank you. I need to check that out. Sparkling soda is my favorite. So it was Thud Lane with a D, and then it became Thug Lane with a G. And I, I guess they're twins, and they're both my, supposed to be my boyfriend. And uh, I'm a, a very lucky gal to have them. Thug Lane was the OG. I thought it was the other way around. I hope you guys are enjoying our first Giving Tuesday. We're giving you champagne. And hopefully you're giving us super chats. As you have been, which is awesome. And we really appreciate it. Each and every one. Really goes a long way to help keeping this show going. And we're hoping to have a strong finish for the end of the year. We're working really hard on this for you guys. We just want you to know that. How many clips is Jason going to send? Hit like if you haven't already. Okay. So, this is not me talking. Mm -hmm. Someone has a name that says Glenn Lowry has a black wife. I thought that was pretty funny. Someone says, I watched a video with Jason and Doug where the latter failed a Q&A about black pop culture. That, I think, might be one of the funniest things we ever did. Are you a black ally? That was, <laughs> that was fun. Okay, I'm going to play these. This is not me. Does this sound like me? Observing the current state of federal electoral politics, I'm struck by how people who believe themselves to be politically aware are laser focused on the presidential elections. It's as if such voters are looking for a personality to follow, an outsider candidate that will shake things up and actually be a person of the people. They want a Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment where the candidate speaks to the pain and struggles of the common person. Now that's literally something I wrote. Mm -hmm. But does that sound like me? Very much, but like a little off. 
<laughs> reading to an accused serial killer about politics. You think it sounds a little off? Yeah, like a little a little bored, like uh like Quinn said. This is where it gets scary when you hear this. The white devil has long imposed his white supremacist system of law upon the Negro. Therefore, I, Jason Miles, now support reparations in the form of cat monies. Zal can no longer drink all the fizzy water, nor can he be allowed to pee in his pants and has a plan to solve them. And has a plan to solve them. That sounds like white Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kuba hybrid is an abomination. That's funny. Just oh, stop, T.I.R. This is the one that sounds too right on. I feel bad I'm playing this on air, but I promised you guys did the super chat thing. Thank you very much. More than you know, this helps keep the lights on. Hello, my name is Doug Lane. I was recently abducted by Iranian external security forces outside of Portland after soliciting sex from a donkey. I was subsequently renditioned to the Islamic Republic of Iran and am being held by the IRGC. My captors have not told me the reason for my abduction, but I am urging President Biden to save me. I promise I will be a good Democrat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I will not play the one we made for Ashley Frowley. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, but I'm sure... I'd get a personal message from her, like, um, on the main show, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Kushlik says, this is just early critical cuts. Are we sure it's just AI? (laughs) Andrew says, do it, Jason. (laughs) I I can't. Because of what I asked the person that created it to make her say is just mean. That's funny. Is mean. Um, but I, I was gonna, I told, I told Alf, I sent some of these to Alfie, and I said, dude, I could do an AI of the book, and we could have like a, a audio book. He goes, no, dude, just read it yourself. Yeah. I was like, he's, he's like, you have a good enough voice, just read it yourself. Someone says, anyone seen Doug Lane lately, recently? I haven't physically seen him. Somebody just went to go see him recently. Was it Ben? Conan? Someone saw him recently. He looks fine. He lost a lot of weight. Right. <laughs> if that's what you're talking about. Jason released the Ashley cut. I just can't. It's it's mm. too inside. It's too much of an inside thing for us, and it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing sexual, if that's what you guys are thinking. It's definitely nothing sexual. <laughs> it is not that, but man, is it funny. Um, if Gene Bajlan was here, he would just play it and probably create nine more just like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like when I heard that, I was like, this is insane. And you can't believe anything. No, you can't. Do you guys believe anything now? I mean, the deep fake face stuff to kind of also kind of put into perspective what I'm talking about, about we're always the billboard. There's, I think, the new Pixel phone. <clears throat> and this was this is a modification of an older feature that was on Windows phones. Maybe you remember this, Toussaint. Mm-hmm. And maybe people watching don't remember because, you know, sadly, these Windows phones didn't really catch on. But there was a Windows phone that came out in 2014 that had this feature where you would take multiple pictures mm-hmm. and you could get the best faces of people from the from the picture and make like the right picture. Remember that? Oh, yeah. OK. The new feature is like you can get. You take a selfie or whatever, you take a picture with someone, you're going to get the best faces of everyone in the group nice. yeah the face editing thing that's insane that because a picture is a caption of a moment capture and you're capturing this moment right and mm-hmm. right we go to concerts and we record you know, shitty sound or maybe we take pictures of of wow i can't believe i'm at the beyonce show well, here's a picture of me or you're hanging out with family or, you know, I was just hanging out with Kenzo the other day and we were all over Mexico and I didn't even think until we were getting, we were like walking to the border because he walked back across to his car to the border mm-hmm. and TJ to start like taking pictures and doing video because we were so enjoying ourselves in the moment and, and all the things we were doing, hanging out. And when I look at photo albums, I don't know if you're the same way. I love looking at those moments that we capture because mm-hmm. they're genuine, especially if there's like a real camera. If Aunt Sissy didn't turn around <laughs> and you got the back of her head, that's that picture forever. Yeah. You know, if Tucson wasn't smiling in, in the family photo, that's that's forever. And that's what you're going to be is. known as. Non-smiling ass Tucson. Mm-hmm. If you were too toothy in the grin, that's who you are forever. I've seen that. And then we tell stories about it and we remember those moments. What happens when the moments are all manufactured? It kind of becomes Blade Runner in a way. We're going to implant these memories in you. You're not real. Sad. Fish Look says we're leaving money on the table. What are we doing what? We need to play the Doug Lane one and put some weird... <laughs> Play the Doug Lane again. Play some, put some weird images with it. Put some weird. <laughs> <laughs> the technology exists now. You could get a deep fake of his face and have mouth. It, it's not going to be great, but it'll be good enough for us to get some chuckles out of it. Mm-hmm. Kush looks as it becomes hundred years of Disney soul. Ran as a digital avatar and had the deep. What is? Oh, sorry, I'm reading two different things. Because a hundred years of Disney, where all the movies are shit now, and no one wants to see their movies. True. It's. But we're constantly a brand. We are just billboards. Generic billboards. Those kids. They're just brand hood. I think this is how the hood works, right? I'm brand hood. I have the authenticity. I've been to juvenile hall. I've probably been to county jail. 
So that means I'm a real cat. I'm really from the Bay Area. I probably really was born in Oakland. I'm checking all the authenticity boxes. Enough with that. Let's actually let's have some fun and make fun of silly stuff since we're in the champagne room for free. Everybody has access to the champagne room tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is real or a joke? Let's see. I sent this to Bert Cooper and he goes, dude, I, I think this is real. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the term? Is it popular in your hood? Thruple? Yes. Polycule? Polycule, yeah. Someone says, sad, Jason's back today. Well, I'm going to kill that guy and give you this. And yes, we all sleep in the same bed. We're a thruple. Putting to most people on the internet, we're going straight to hell. We're a thruple, and no, we're not looking for a fourth. We're a thruple. It's impossible to pick what to eat or watch. We're a thruple. We block the sidewalk when we hold hands. We're a thruple. One bathroom just ain't gonna cut it. We're a thruple. We've mastered the art of sharing everything. We're a thruple. I was gonna say, we masturbate together. I thought she was going in a different direction, too. <laughs> that would have been way funnier. I was reading this article that came out a year ago. They talked about kind of how sexless we are as a society. Mm-hmm. And it started talking about how like these the, these major blockbuster films are just kind of sexless films. Even if there's relationships in the film, they're not sexy. And um they reference Starship Troopers. And there's a kind of a famous scene in that movie if you've never even seen the movie you might know the scene where men and women ridiculously attractive men and women are all in the shower together naked um and this is kind of this post-sexualized society and none of them are talking about banging each other (laughs) they're they're talking about the core And that's how I feel watching these people talk. Oh, wow. Yeah, they seem like, like boring individuals. Like, if this is a joke, I don't know if it's funny or not. It might be, like, beyond me. Yeah. If it's real, then they seem boring as shit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's real, too. They, they walk on the sidewalk like that. <laughs> how they say obnoxious. babe all the time. That's they so say, babe, these people say definitely say Our group chats are next level epic. We're a thruple. We've got more dates than a calendar. We're a thruple. Our selfies are always wide angle. We're a thruple. Plus one invitations don't work for us. We're a thruple. We know you can love more than one person at a time. We're a thruple. I, really? Is that? We know. They seem so boring. Oh. JC says, one even talks about wanting kids. (laughs) (laughs) Only one. (laughs) Oh, wow. The viewer count just dropped off when I played that video. Either we offended Thruples or Thruples offended people. 
We offended Thruples, and they left in multiples. <laughs> Either way, more Thruples. More Thruples. More Thruples. I myself. Dude. What do you do? Are you like the loser, dude? If you get the third position in the thruple? Or is it the winning position in the thruple? I would imagine that it changes. Maybe not that much, but I imagine that it changes. <laughs> thruple sounds like a polyamory dating app. It does. Don't, don't give people ideas, chat. <laughs> Where they take all the vowels out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, have you been on Thrupple? That sounds terrific. It does. It's hard enough to match two. 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 <laughs> to match three is like, oh my gosh. Um, I need to get your guys' opinion on this. This is this is what we do in the champagne room. I find clips of relationship shows that are probably not real. Three people is a circle jerk. <laughs> Someone says I am an app developer. <laughs> oh, Steve says they got a show about a husband and a wife with a boyfriend on TLC. Is that the people? Or you're just saying that's a show? I don't know. I don't have television like you rich people. Steve describing things like black people. They got a show. There's no real information in that. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Kushlik says, I do not agree, by the way. Four or more is a circle jerk. Three is just a good time. Steve says they're black. Okay, I don't know if Steve probably knows this show. Steve is like Cedric Johnson to me. It's like, how do you have time to watch all this Negro media on the internet, mm-hmm. TV, and Tubi? Because we'll show Tubi movies, and Steve, like, oh, you watching uh, <laughs> Clara's Descent? For real? Yeah. <laughs> For real? Like, how do you know all of this? Are oh, you watching Heather's Hell Roommate? Oh, I know that one. Um, I'm like, when do you have time to know all this Negro history? I saw this and I couldn't stop laughing. Steve Goons, but not to porn. <laughs> oh, dude, when I had Netflix, I watched every black movie on Netflix. If Omarion was in it, I'm watching it. Oh, wow. I'm watching it. What's his older brother's name? Oh, Marcus. Tarion. Marcus. No. Houston? Why does that nigga get a regular ass name? Marcus and Omarion. Steve says I'm a Negro father. He is a Negro father. That's true. And this is why we can't keep white audiences. All these white people that saw me in Majority Report like, we can't watch that guy. I think I'm a racist the more I watch his show. (laughs) (laughs) All 
want to do is smoke Newports and <laughs> watch white woman butt clap videos. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> so this man got told by his significant other that she doesn't want to be with him anymore. And he he responds, you know, it sounds like you made your decision and I have to be okay with that. And then she gets mad at him. He's not fighting. You're not going to fight for me? Mm-hmm. You said you didn't want to fuck with me anymore. Like, if you tell me that you don't want to hang out with me, I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. And I just move on. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to, like, stand in front of your house with a goddamn stereo. Like, say anything. Right. That's going to get me arrested. Sounds about right. So I looked at this as him, you know, doing the safe thing, the correct thing. You know, he's probably going to be a little sad. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was sad. Like at last Thanksgiving, I had a date. She came, she brought her kid. I thought we were not serious. Like, this is probably going somewhere. And then, bam, ghosted. Ghosted. But you know, what are you going to do about it? It's like, okay, well, I guess I'm not as hot as I thought it was. DC uh, Joe Black says the producer told her to fight. I don't know if you had to tell her that much because it seemed real natural. I've decided to move into another direction. Boom. That's how you feel. I got to respect it. He just drank no water. Yeah. <laughs> to have to swallow water in there. <laughs> he just, I'm, okay, that's what you want to do. I'm going to just, you know. Good <laughs> looks says good air, water. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And that's all you have to say. If that's how I feel. I'm gonna respect I mean, it. What do you, you seem like you said your one liner. If that's all you have to say, let's go like and let's just let go. You ain't trying to fight for nothing. You seem like you've already made your decision. It ain't decision. about me already making a decision. You don't have a rebuttal you for nothing like that I'm saying. You seem like you've already made your decision. I wanted you to say something. I'm you're not saying you speak. It's not time to listen. It's time to talk. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but it also sounds crazy. This is why I'm single. I shouldn't use the C word, but yes. Oh, you can use the C word. No. Yeah. It's used to undermine people. Look, so. you're trying to be all correct and shit. It's but not let about me being correct. Here for a second. It's not about being correct. Tucson. Seriously. That's crazy. DC Joe is probably right. It's all for the camera. This is a reality show. How real is any of this BS? What was fascinating is like his reaction is pretty normal. Hey, I mean, you said you didn't want to fuck with me. What do you want me to do? I'm over here sweating his pink ass coat. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying not to let the camera see these pit stains. <laughs> it's hot. I'm hot as a goddamn hostage in this motherfucker. Hot as a hostage. Trying to drink the condensation out this water bottle. 
And you over here yelling at me. Looking like Eve first album. Get the fuck out of my face. Shit. Damn. Looks <laughs> said he had his air water. Now it's time to go. All of the things you say you want to be there, you're here for me. Somebody said when he sipped that empty water bottle, I knew he was hurt. <laughs> for real. Come on, Tucson. Look at that face. <laughs> That's not the face of sanity. Yeah, no, it's not. You're all about the future and everything. You didn't even fight for a second. I mean, you told him you don't want to fuck with him anymore. You're going in a different direction. Again, that's also like job speak. That is such a weird way to say, I don't want to see you anymore. Mm -hmm. We're going in a different direction. It's it's PMC job speak. It's, it's back to the whole, I don't have the bandwidth to deal with this right now. Human resources. Like... Everything about that conversation was human resources. Cap, we in late stage capitalism. No, we're not. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Sorry, your dick of vowels came back and. <laughs> we're moving in a different direction. <laughs> and my vagina decided to go in a different direction. You have vagina. Here's your coupon for one more awkward kiss and a hug at a group function. PMC says, Jason, she still might be on the clock. Every time this woman is paused, she looks more crazy. I just sent you a video. Ooh, is it going to be more of this? Because I need more of this in my life right now. It's straight from Steve, so I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's been vetted. Anything from Steve is champagne room only material. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. So hold on. Let's get this off the screen. So Tucson and I have not seen this video. Nope. I might not be able to see it because I don't have TikTok. Steve, um, we don't have TikTok. I think Toussaint has it. I don't have it. Good. You see, that's why you're a good woman. I do. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. Should still be able to watch it. Oh my God. I have to complete a puzzle. Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. Jesus Christ, I had to do so much to fucking see the video. Steve, you gotta stop sending TikTok videos because I have to like do a lot. Okay, so this is the thruple. This shit is so weird to me. New show Polyand alert. Polyandry is the practice of one woman having multiple husbands, but those husbands cannot have any other partners. I have two husbands who love me. <laughs> There's definitely like a double standard. When a female has multiple partners, it's, oh my gosh, she's such a slut, she sleeps around. How is it the sleep? I, I wouldn't say that at all. I actually wouldn't say that. I'd be like, everything you're doing sounds like a nightmare to me, man. 
<laughs> Nothing that you're doing sounds like fun to me. One extra person in my house, and I'm just I'm too much to deal with. Two extra people in the house? Oh no. Oh no. Sleeping situation. Not all one room. No. Uh, I'm on room, and then she shares a room with him. Oh. You sound like the guest dick, sir. <laughs> Maybe he just can't be bothered. Then why even be bothered? He gets what he wants. Is it what he wants, or is it what he's like left with? He doesn't have to be a full-time relationship guy. Oh, he could just show up. Yeah. But what if you show up and the other, like, you want the, like, oh, I want a cuddle. And then the other dude's like, nah, man, it's cuddle time. If you come back uh, at, like, seven, maybe? <laughs> maybe he's like, okay, I'm going to be gooning until then. <laughs> you know, you were the first man I let my partner, you know, Kim, be with. I was watching my partner fall for another man right before my eyes. And how are you going to... There's so many racial jokes we need to be making right now. No, I'm not going to make them. Why are we so quiet? Is it because we're on the main show? We're not making those jokes. Uh, really? Because <laughs> I think the rule book says... <laughs> I think the rule book says we're supposed to make some violently racist jokes about that man bun having man. That was at that weird orgy tantric sex dance off. Look at Mackay Pfeiffer and be like, I can't believe. Juggle <laughs> three guys like that. You really want to mime her juggling three guys, sir? To see me holding hands with somebody else or like kissing someone else, you don't think that would be hard? It wouldn't be easy. To do this lifestyle successfully, you have to be willing to go outside of your old comfort zones. You're okay with her sleeping with other men? Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time, but not all of the time. <laughs> Steve says Buddy was definitely at the BLM rally. <laughs> was he there recruiting for his wife, or was he there trying to figure out which one his wife recruiting down by? <laughs> when your wife gets hell of excited to go to an NBA game. They assume multiple male partners. It's just about sex. That's definitely not it. I only ask you a question. Have you ever been in orgy? Things really started to get awkward when I heard some noise in the basement. You know, a little moaning, a little groaning, a little do 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 don't. Just got real. I wish I could be everything that you need, um, but I can't. But you're unemployed. Well, and it's cool that you're aspirational, and I really love your mixtape, but. I love your mixtape. Why he gotta be unemployed with a mixtape? I'm doing the fucking Brianna Joy straw man thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm creating a broke ass black guy. 
I mean, she did do that. And you never forgot it. No. That was one of the most offensive things I've ever heard in my life. And then he's going to leave me. Why would he do that? <laughs> then he's not going to have any money. Jesus. <laughs> so mean. He's a mixtape. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, what? <laughs> I was going to get Method Man to guest on it. I didn't think I was going to be uh, swapped out. And I don't feel like it's a swap out. Well, that's because you're not getting swapped out. Mm. Not having a good time right now. Why are we talking about a wedding again? We're house shopping right now. I feel like this is really selfish. <laughs> you feel like it now? <laughs> <laughs> just occurred to me this this might be selfish. <laughs> it just occurred to me that everything we do is about you, lady. <laughs> this can't be fucking real how can you justify you're married how can you go out with another person like this watch <laughs> look at me going out do 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 Like this is me going out and having a fucking grand old time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Someone said the rent went up. If a thruple moves in your neighborhood, the rent is going up. If a thruple and the white Burning Man orgy dance party is going on at your first Friday celebration in your traditionally black neighborhood, rent's going up. Wow. Rent's going up, but drugs are about to be legal. Jesus. There's going to be legalized drugs that you even know you could do. You walk around. What's what's a ketamine clinic? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of nice dispensaries all of a sudden, and they're selling mushrooms, but ketamine therapy? All those things mean your rent's going up. Would you watch that show too, Sam? I don't know, maybe. Because it's like the drama is multiplied. (laughs) (laughs) That's a maybe. You said multiplied. Yep. I did find a video of that guy that made the the coon, the coon stew. No. 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 With the overalls and the Jodeci boots. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Jodeci boots. The Jodeci boots. The Jodeci boots. You said Jodeci boots. Yeah. Oh, my God. You said Jodeci boots. It was a time. It was a time. <laughs> I got love. <laughs> yep. Okay. You so you started sending me videos. I did. I haven't seen this Kanye. Should we watch this Kanye thing and uh, and Tucker Carlson? Yeah, we can watch. <laughs> okay, because we got to wrap up soon. It's late. We do. Um. Hold on. 
Okay. Is this an old clip of Kanye and Tucker Carl? Because Kanye has these weird phases where he's like mountain man. <laughs> yes. And then he's like kind of contemporary older black dad. Um, then he's going I to I can't tell what, he's, what stage he's in right now. Someone's name is Katie Halper Pog. Oh my God. That's not allowed. I feel like we did that. Killing me. <laughs> I wanna I wanna play it, but I have to get over the Katie Hopper ball. <laughs> if you guys only knew the behind the scenes drama of this show, how funny that is. Still, soon as I wasn't saying the things that I was supposed to say as a rapper, our connection faded. So you don't talk to him anymore. I'll talk to him if I see him. Yeah. But I guarantee you he see me. I don't even know the man. I just thought that sound cool. <laughs> you talk to him. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he broke K Fame. He broke K Fame. broke K Fame. Oh my God. <laughs> Kanye. Clap, clap. Slow clap, dude. You fucking won the internet for that one. Yeah. Totally broke kayfabe. <laughs> Katie Halper Pog says, I read that Oliver Stone is now floating the idea that Biden stole the election from Trump. Another documentary? Mm. Jesus Christ. Is that what Oliver Stone is doing? He's got time. He's got time. He's got too much fucking time, dude. <laughs> bourgeois terror and bourgeois rad lip thruples for everyone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they both gonna pay child support for one baby. <laughs> I actually know a real life thruple that I met in Denton, Texas in 2012 and they had a child. I don't know if they're still together. I I don't know if we're Facebook friends anymore, but I remember, I remember meeting him and being like, really? Really? (laughs) That doesn't seem like a headache. No. Mm, Working for you. I'm not mad. Built in child um, care. They seemed really happy. I can't really shit on them. Mm. Um, you kept sending me Vince Staples videos. That's really funny. I did. I love doing that. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> um. No, oh, I can't show that video. That's that's that's. Total champagne room. Do we end with 
white rapper chick. This is one of yours? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought was interesting, though? Hmm. It was, what's the guy's name that you like? Marco? Funny Marco? Mm-hmm. Remember I kept saying that that white chick that he did a real funny video with, I felt that the stuff she was doing was offensive? Bobby? Is that her name? Yeah. Apparently, he backed out of a whole comedy tour that they were doing together because he felt that she was a... He, he couldn't articulate why mm-hmm. he was not, as he put, feeling her. Yeah. But he was like, I don't want to do a live show with you anymore because there's something about you. It's like, because it's fucking offensive. So she's the one who does what he does. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Does is it? Should it be offensive when she does it? I don't know. In a way, it's offensive because she stole it. Mm. To great success. Mm-hmm. She's literally in a bed with Drake. Mm-hmm. She's talking to little Yachty. All these famous people. You know, and he just landed an interview with Kevin Hart. That was funny. That was very funny. He's funny. He is. He is a funny dude. He does that thing really well. That whole thing he did with Chris Brown. (laughs) She looked just like me. That was hilarious. And Chris Brown's reaction. Too funny. (laughs) Chris Brown is natural. (laughs) There is something to be said about the white chick doing the stuff that she does around black people where she gets around like the hoodest of hood black people and kind of just acts like, well, this is just the way you people are. Mm-hmm. She was offensive to Bobby Lee as well. Asian Bobby Lee? Asian Bobby Lee. Bobby like he was- literally was offended? I don't know, but it was very uneasy. Mm-hmm. Like with Funny Marco, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And with her, it's like, Sometimes it's like, what's going on? This is something really complex happening here. Like, she's not entirely likable. One dude called her out and was like, you're not. You just seem really unhappy all the time and and just unlikable. (laughs) Well, also, too, it's like there's more famous people than just rappers. That, too. And you're finding kind of, I don't want to say bottom of the barrel because they're popular, but you have to start asking yourself this question. Are these people popular because they're so bottom of the barrel with what they do? Hmm. Like, let me just give you the lowest common denominator black tropes. Put it over a beat. Doesn't even have to rhyme. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Hmm. And uh, she'll talk to him. Right. So, you know, why doesn't she want to talk to? Um, does she talk to Taylor Swift, or is that just out of her league? I think it's out of her league. Demi Lovato, or is that person too old and, and irrelevant at this point? Maybe. Damn, that's how old and irrelevant I am. Yeah, we can't even think of. <laughs> I can't even think of like a white person that's relevant right now. Who is white and relevant? Adele. Really? Adele has her own lane, though. Really? Yeah, she has her own lane. 
she's still relevant? Yeah, I think so. She just has her own lane. <laughs> we had the same conversation. <laughs> like Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Didn't we, watch a Selena, didn't we watch a Selena Gomez video not too long ago? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think so. Should we end it with the video of that black guy telling those lies? Telling those lies? The one that was talking about how like record labels are assassinating their artists for these oh, If you want to. No. Nah, it's not really funny. <laughs> it's weird. I, you know why? Because I hate those videos, and there's so many of them. There are. There's a lot of people who want to tell you to be careful. Right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. My neighbors, my neighbors are fighting. Oh, no. Yeah. So loud. <laughs> Public champagne is, a, is an uneasy bit tamer than private champagne. It's uneasy because you know what goes on in the champagne room, Matt. And you're you're going, Jay, just don't go too far. Exactly. <laughs> you're like yes. me at the first thruple sex session. Don't go too far. <laughs> Every hole's not on the table. <laughs> That's a demonetization. Mm-hmm. I'm dude, I'm constantly shocked at what they demonetize. When we challenge Ben Burgess videos, I'm like, really? It's a philosophy show. Right. Him or Stefan is not cursing. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. I'm like, we don't like that philosophy, motherfucker. Ball in line. <sighs> Can you read the comment by Born Liberated? That's the exact comment. I'm not reading. Not reading that. Okay. And you put it on the screen for the viewers. Put it on the screen. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> Every hole's not on the table. Put that on a It's true, man. You can't just go around assuming every hole's on the table. Especially when you're in a situation with throuple. Stuff's mm. just falling in. You don't know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is something I want to play, but that is too champagne roomy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> is there anything in what I sent? I was sending you a bunch. (laughs) 
oh, do I want to fuck? Do we want to fuck people's day up? You sound or, like you want to. So. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the guy? You know those movies that everybody loves, but I don't fucking like at all. Hereditary and Midsommar and all that shit. I like Midsommar. Of course you do. Classic. Have you ever seen that guy's? Have you ever seen that guy's? Oh, someone says we need a TIR jersey. What's Thud Lane's jersey number? 9.5. 9.5. If you see a person wearing a 9.5 jersey, move. <laughs> you know, okay, Tucson, I have to find this video. I found a video of this dude with fucking the most giant dong <laughs> and he's just doing jumping jacks in the UK in the middle of the street have you seen this guy no <laughs> gonzo's nose makes a return <laughs> i'm looking for the i know i sent you this video because i saw it and i just fell the fuck out laughing Oh no, I can't find it now. It's somewhere as a date movie. Is a date movie? Change my mind. Oh. <laughs> it's a fucked up date. Maybe I've seen a know. horror movie on a date before. I've seen a horror movie on a date before. Ish. She was a horror fan. We were both horror fans, and I was actually really excited to watch a movie. And uh we we watched uh, Exorcist three. Oh man, I can't find the f- video. I found the Omarion variant of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to show that? The <laughs> Only eight black people will know what we're talking about. I don't think that's true. Nine. He's world famous. Omarion. Yeah. Is he really? He, he, he has one name. <laughs> That's because we don't know their last name. Is he even a Houston? You know, they got different daddies. Ooh. I made that up. I made it up. I'm now I get Omarion fucking chasing after me when I go to LA. That's all I fucking need. Talking about his daddy. That's mm. <laughs> all I fucking need. Did we ever play the video with the dude talking about Will Smith getting bent over by Dwayne Martin? Don't want to watch that. <laughs> They play that serious music when he talks, too. Like he was actually there. I was actually there. And I walked in the room. No, you didn't. Why would you lie like that? What a weird thing to lie about. It's not the whole thing. I sadly... Wait, is this it? No, this is that woman in Bob... Oh, I found the video you were talking about. That woman, the woman in Bobby Lee. That woman. That woman, the the white chick we we're just talking about. Oh, with Bobby Lee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can watch it. See if you find her offensive. It was just the, the that that clip wasn't offensive. I don't even know okay. why I said it to you. That's okay. Um. The E and J song is so fucking funny. This shit like 25. 
this Omarion shit is ridiculous. Someone says play the Will Smith clip. <laughs> no. I cannot. No. <laughs> you guys want Omarion or the Will Smith clip? You have to say it, and I'll play it. Uh, what do they say? Two. First comment. He goes, I just looked it up. Just pearly things covered it. It's, it's foul. It's all bullshit. I don't believe. Most of the stuff that we play in these clips, we know they're not. Matt says, my first thought when I heard Omarion was Nickelodeon. Guess I wasn't too far off. No. What? Was he an immature? Katie Halper Pog says Omarion. <laughs> Matt says, you can't play that Will clip. <laughs> you can't. That's what I mean. Matt is watching this show. It's like, don't do it. Just, You're almost home. That's true. You're so close. You're going to F it all up. Someone took me on a date once to see that Barbara Hershey ghost rape movie at a revival theater. I think we were both surprised. I know exactly what movie you're talking about, and it is really uncomfortable. I think Matt is right, and we can't play the Will Smith clip. It is pretty graphic. It's pretty graphic. (laughs) Next champagne room. We will we will play the Will Smith clip. Oh boy! But this, I thought this was funny. The Omarion virus, because when Omicron hit, I actually did make a joke, and I had a post on Instagram. I said, "Oh no, this is the new virus," and I had a picture of Omarion, like all oiled, <laughs> like his chest was all oiled up. Oiled. Um. So for people that know Omar, do you know what? Are we going to get hit for playing this because the song plays or not? Oh, we are going to get hit. Okay, if you guys want to see Omarion, you got to send Super Chat. No. It's Will Smith safer than Omarion right No, now? it's neither. It's neither. We can't do either one. We got to leave on a good note. We do, but there are other good notes. Will Smith doing the dicky fouls after the <laughs> I don't know, Tucson. I I really wish I could have showed you the dude with the huge wank. Do you want to do the, the coon guy? No, he's actually making regular food. It was going to be one of those things we watch in the champagne where we make fun of how wholesome he is. So don't do... Wait, they don't play the song. They just play the beginning part, right? It's, it's like seven seconds is all they can tolerate. Okay, let's see. Ready? So why Ready? are you risking it? Dude, we're, we're, Esther Roll? We're a punk rock. Esther Roll, we're not playing the Esther Roll clip. Pardon I said me? that to you on accident. Did you? We just did that to somebody else. Cardi B and Halle Berry. Doing what? Having a conversation. About what? About broke dudes. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Kush looks at just stop. Kush looking at Matter like, no, no, no. 
<laughs> Play the Ashley Frawley clip. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Someone said, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will play I will play that clip. That sounds a lot better than what I was mm-hmm. Um When the show is over, I do have to play you this one thing that I cannot play on the main show at all. Okay. Like we joke about cancellation all the time, but that's one of those things that's like, nah, that's officially too far. Like, All right. Yeah, this will do it. Oh, that's it. That'll do it. Um, where'd it go? You know what fucks us up for finding these clips when we actually have a conversation via text? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we have to get different accounts. Read the comment on the screen. <laughs> Jason. Read the comment on the Jason isn't afraid to tread into areas of demonetization. Just the just the cavern out back of his house where the well is located. It's so scary, dude. There's so many bugs and snakes and weird things back there. The last thing I want to do is try to like switch the water to the well water and then bam. The snake that's scared bites me. It's a nightmare, dude. Nightmare. That's not where you want to be when Jesus comes. Mm-mm. So this is Cardi B and Halle Berry. Yep. Halle Berry was doing something in San Francisco. And my brother was at a bar and he happened to be at the same bar as her. And he calls me at like one in the morning. <laughs> He's like, dude. Halle Berry's in this bar, Matt. I'm like, no, she's not. It's like, she is. She keeps looking at me. I should talk to her. I was like, yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> He's married. Oh, wow. I was like, I think your wife would understand. No, maybe. I mean, I would. I totally would. If my wife was like, hey, I'm at a bar and Brad Pitt keeps looking at me. I was like, you gonna fuck him? <laughs> New throuple. Just drop. Is, is he is he is he looking at you like he wants to bang or is he looking at you like you know are you the person that's gonna validate his parking like how is he looking at you? <laughs> you gonna check out his groceries? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> is he looking at you because you're a forty year old bartender or is he looking at you like how's he looking at you? You know that's that's. Hey, that's fair, right? Is there people that you would, if you were married, you'd be like, oh, that's okay. You, I get it. Or would you get mad, like, if, if your husband came home and was like, honey, it was Halle Berry. Come on. Come on. Well, I wouldn't get mad. Right? Can you? Yeah, you kind of can't. And she's like, this is just a one off. I just want to fuck a normie. Every so often, I just kind of. Okay, that's a bit much. That's that's a bit much. Valley Berry just walks up to your dudes like, "Ah, I just got to fuck a normie every so often. Yeah, that's a that's a bit much. She's in your. She's. 
Okay. Famously once rapped that broke boys don't deserve no but Yeah. In your old days, did you ever give a broke boy something? I did. <laughs> and you know what? That motherfucker was standing for my purse. Why do they both look shocked? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I refuse to believe that either one of these people are like, what a broke dude did what? <laughs> are you oh, sure? Broke? On, wow. <laughs> when you were doing strictly business, I'm sure you fucked a couple broke motherfuckers that had some aspirations. You fucked some smooth, light-skinned niggas with curly fades that was, wasn't about shit. <laughs> Like, I refuse to believe that it was only top notch David Justice ass motherfuckers, Christopher Williams, Eric Benet, the whole way. There was definitely some Lavon Deviantes on the way to becoming Miss Black America. Cardi B, come on. Listen to what Cardi B calls Halle Berry. Halle Berry! I say it all the time, don't be fucking these broke niggas because they be eating your kids' food, drinking your Kool-Aid, watching your cable. Bitch, that's the only reason why they at your house. <laughs> that's true. Have you ever heard shitty dudes talk about finding single mothers and the looks on their faces when they do? Hmm. Have you? Jackpot. Oh my God, they go, oh. Single moms are the best. Food around the corner. <laughs> they like, they look at you and they go, you know she's fucking. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about the kids' snacks. There's food in the house because they got a kid, so there's always food there. And she's very mothering. I'm like, man, you guys sound like. Before there was Kevin Samuels, I had Negroes at the barbershop telling me all about the joys of dating and single mothers. Mm. So, come on, Cardi B. No one told you this? Cardi B. Oh, oh Cardi, you famously once rapped that broke... Oh, so this is that clip where she talked about they eat up all your kids' food. Right. Coach Lick says, I'm learning so much from Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, someone says uh, they had to be rich so she could drug and rob them. I mean, you think every dude was drugged and robbed? Every last one. I'm sure there was some robbing dudes that was with her when she was drugging and robbing dudes. And how true do you think the drugging and robbing dudes was? It kind of goes bars low, fruit roll ups. Look, DC Joe Black. When I go to the store, the last thing I'm looking for is fruit roll-ups. <laughs> but if they happen to have them at the they house. happen to have a fruit roll-up. <laughs> that, my friend. Ding, 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 ding. Different ball game. That's a whole different ball game, dude. Oh. You go in there, you're like, oh, you have a pantry. <laughs> it's so full. It's overflowing. <laughs> Looks like someone's child got a sweet tooth. 
just like me. Oh my God. Right? I have a yeah. secret drawer or a secret cabinet in my house that I'd put snacks in. And I don't need to make it a secret because I live alone. No, you don't. <laughs> I rarely have guests. <laughs> the ruffles really rip through the ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> If you go to a Thruple's house, if they want to do some freaky shit and you're like the fourth, there's no food there. You know what's at the Thruple's house? Fucking prepackaged kale salads. And tumbleweeds. Oh. Like, oh, you guys have a lot of liquor. Got any chips or anything? No? You're into healthy snacking? Oh, I'll get it. Okay, cool. It's great. Awesome. Yeah, dude. I feel like Thruples live in domes. Exactly. Thruples live in domes. Some, some fucking gorgeous loft with one of those big floor-to-ceiling windows. No sparse furniture and shit. You kind of wander into this gorgeous gourmet kitchen, and you're like, oh, have you ever turned these burners on at all? <laughs> Man. Oh. The, the Lane has banana snacks. <laughs> Thud Lane has nothing but trail mix at the house. Thud Lane is a vegan. Sadly, that's how he gets the girth. Sadly. He has good blood circulation because he's right? a vegan. Because he's vegan. And one of those like raw vegans too, so there's no um, like fake meat. Yep. Cruelty-free tofu. I can go for some of that. Of course you can't because you're in a throuple. <laughs> with Thug Lane and Thud Lane. <laughs> with Thug and Thud Lane. <laughs> we need to have someone draw a picture of Thud Lane with the 9.5 jersey. Oh man. What did we how did Thud Lane become a thing? What were we talking about? We were talking about this huge <laughs> We were. <laughs> we were. How do we do this? I have no idea. We started the show so serious. Very serious. Welcome to the champagne room. Welcome to the champagne room where we will get serious. And then you guys would call me depressing Jason. And then I try to get out of the depression by doing funny shit. And then we're making dick jokes for an hour and a half. Yep. If you are enjoying what we do here. And you have the means and you feel so inclined. Think about becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month or $30 for the year. You can make sure TIR stays on the air. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jim says, Jason keeps saying we, but it's all him. (laughs) I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow. I decided um, I'm going to do a show about Andre 3000's new record. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you want to join me? I'll see. That means no. Because I haven't um, haven't heard it either. It's not like it's that much to hear. Is that right? (sighs) It's more to read the titles than just to hear. I mean, I don't know what possessed him to do like emo band song titles from 2004, but he has these long song titles. Well, I think a couple are pretty long. 
but um i listened to it while i was working and i was like is it still on <laughs> <laughs> someone says it's ambient yoga music i i made a comment today on on twitter which is going to be kind of the main thesis of the show that i felt like to your point Tucson, all the hype around his album not being a rap album was manufactured yeah. The fact that he released an album that wasn't a hip hop album really shouldn't be a shock if you go back and think about Speaker Box Love Below. Sure. And being that he's been doing this Bill Murray stuff all over the world, kind of walking around with his, you know, his magical pan flute, what did we think he was going to do? And the way it was phrased made sense to me you know i'm 48 years old i don't really want to do rap i don't have anything to talk about when i'm talking about my colonoscopy you know he could be in a phase where he doesn't feel like rhyming that's okay um but i think if he just puts that record out like oh i just put out a record nobody would care Nobody would talk about it. Nobody would talk about how amazing it is. No one would be doing these freestyles and remixes over it. It'd just be a record that, you know, someone goes up to you five years from now and goes, remember that Andre 3000 record that was like a flute album of instrumental spa music? And you go, what? Like, that's what it would have been. It would have been like one of those records. It would have been like Lulu from Metallica. Okay. Where you know they're getting stoned and coked out of their mind with Lou Reed towards the end of his life, and they're like, "We should make a record about <laughs> an artist no one knows." <clears throat> so, someone says, "Zam fear Negro." Exactly. It it wasn't it wasn't anything to really to talk about, but it became something to talk about to the point where other rappers were using it as. A platform to to get back into the public consciousness so that's what i'll be talking about and 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 i think i'm going to you know open up the phone lines for that this pop life wednesday show so that'll be fun you guys can chime in and tell me that my music takes suck i'm okay with that I've been trying to get Anthony Fantano on the show. We've awesome. been going back and forth on on Twitter, and just not, nailing him down is extremely difficult. He's just a, he's a slippery fella. I'm not going to say is, anything about that. <laughs> I'm not going to. More thruple dick jokes? Not saying anything. The, uh, the the thing about the Andre 3000 record, if you read the reviews, and there was a really interesting interview of him in The Guardian, the flute that you see him walking around with is not what he uses to record that record. I can believe that. Someone gave him all, not all holes are on the Again, why I love doing this show is that you F up one time and then you guys go, okay, Jay, we'll show you. Not all. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Not all holes are on the table. <laughs> so, Mrs. Jason, did you offer Fantano to let him get things off on your chest? <laughs> Very important question. Not rhetorical. For anyone just now watching the show that is, you know, is new to what we do here, this is actually a pretty serious show. Yeah. Just rewind back to the first hour. We were very serious the first hour. Um, and I screwed up one day. And said, if you have anything to get off on my chest, and said, <laughs> instead of get off your chest, that was a joke for about three and a half hours. People teased me about getting things off on my chest. So, oops. <laughs> <laughs> a zig when it should have zagged. <laughs> Zag zigged, said so zigzagged, and I got zigzagged all over myself. Mm. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So, on behalf of myself and the Black Betty Rubble. That's right. Last call for super chats. Oh yeah, do a last call. I like that. Last call for Super Chats. We are wrapping up now. Thank you so much for everybody that gave. We like giving you free champagne within reason <laughs> without getting demonetized. I so want to play the Ashley Frawley <laughs> Did I send it to you? I don't know. I don't think you did. Oh, my God. It's so funny. You know, I'm going to send it to her. No, I can't because she's going to be like, I don't understand why you'd have me say <laughs> It's not sexual at all. It's just mean. Um, it's, but it's funny. I thought it was funny. I want to play it so, like, I cracked up so hard. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Toussaint might be joining me, but I'm pretty sure she's going to check it out. Shut up. Okay. You don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, but I feel very confident that it's a no for you, dog. I don't even know what I'm going to do. You want to talk about this record. Do I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Norman has the greatest leaving line. Be silly. Strong and silly. Thank you, Norman. It's a it's a serious time. It's a depressing time. It's okay to laugh every so often. Strong and silly. Thank you, guys. We are out.